It is wonderful to be together and to worship for Christmas in the sanctuary. Uh, So many did not come last year at all, and then some were able to come and worship outside, which was kind of unique and a little bit fun, but it is great to be together. The first service, um, there were a group of young adult women uh, in that pew right about there, And they were just so glad to see each other. They were just hugging each other like crazy. And then the second service, there was a person sitting back there uh, near where you are, Daryl, who, while the service was going on, got up and walked across the aisle and forward a few pews to hug someone they saw sitting in the pew over here. We're just glad to be able to be together and see each other and celebrate Christmas together. The theme of this year's Christmas is to think about Jesus as Savior and King. We know that we're here to celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ. Amen? Amen. But what we may not remember is that Jesus, by definition, means the one who saves, and Christ is the Greek word for the Hebrew word Messiah, which both mean in English, King. Jesus comes to us as Savior and King. I want to remind you that in the Old Testament in Samuel, after the, the people have been freed from Egypt, they, they, they come to Samuel and they say, we want a king. And Samuel the prophet says, not a good idea. God doesn't want you to have a king. God wants to be your king. In 1 Samuel 7, or excuse me, 8, 19, and 20, this is what it says. But the people refused to listen to Samuel. No, they said, we want a king over us, that we also may be like all the nations. I want to be like everybody else. That our king may judge us and go out before us and fight our battles. The people of Israel wanted a warrior king who would fight against their enemies and overcome them, destroy them, be victorious over them. I think I like that idea. I mean, don't we kind of want that when we pray? Don't we kind of want God to show up in power and just make the way easy? Just wipe away the struggle and the hurt. Wouldn't that be wonderful? But we all know the world doesn't work that way. And God didn't want the world to be that way either. Over time, the prophets continue to predict the the coming Messiah, that is, the coming king who will be in the line of David, that he would be born in Bethlehem and he would come from God to create everlasting life. A king savior. We hear these words, she will bear a son and you shall call his name Jesus and he will save his people from their sins. Aren't we glad? Aren't we grateful to God this very day? that Jesus came, died and rose again so that we could be forgiven 
for our naughty list so that we could be forgiven for the sins and brokenness and selfishness that we have in our own lives. The interesting thing is we've, we maybe have moved a little bit as a people. I really don't believe that, but it works for the analogy. We, we, don't, we don't want a king. We're Americans. We don't believe in kings. Forget the kings. Although we would kind of like to be king of our own castle, right? I mean, the reality is, is we want to be in charge of our own lives. But you know what happens when we're in charge of our own lives? Brokenness and sin happens. I was amazed in high school when it dawned on me that God knew better how to make me happy than I did. Jesus continues to come to us as Savior and King. And when he comes as the Messiah, the King, he comes in humility. He is a Savior born as Christ the Lord, but he is a Savior who is born in a manger. But then, like now, there was a deep longing, a deep expectation in the people that God would show up and change the way things were. In their time, it was to throw off the Roman rule and to reestablish the kingdom of Israel. And Jesus, in his preaching, says to us that he comes bringing in the kingdom of God. And so let's think about how this king savior shows up. He comes to a manger, a baby wrapped in swaddling cloths, lying in an animal trough. Not some big, splashy, you know, all in the newspapers, pictures taken, kings and, and others coming to show up. It is a humble beginning. And it continues to be a humble beginning, although maybe with a little more fanfare. I, I, I mean, I... The, the heavenly hosts and angels to the shepherds, I got a feeling that was pretty spectacular. So spectacular that they were terrified, but nonetheless pretty spectacular. But it was to the shepherds, the, the people who did menial labor, the, 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 the lowly people in that culture. God answered the cry of his people to meet them where they were, in their brokenness, in their sin, in humility. And then he chose to become not just Savior of the Jewish people, but of the entire world. And so we are blessed, as we worship today, to be God's forgiven people, forgiven through Jesus. But we still claim to worship Jesus the Christ. We still recognize that Jesus didn't come just to wipe away our sin. He actually came to bring the kingdom of God into our world and into our lives. He desires still today to reign in our lives. The, the image we have is the image of a shepherd. And so we hear this also in the prophet Isaiah. It says, he will feed his flock like a shepherd. 
He will gather the lambs in his arms and carry them in his bosom and gently lead those that are with young. He will be a God who provides for us, leads us in the way of safety and provision. Thanks be to God. But then there's another word about this shepherd, savior, king of ours. It says, my sheep hear my voice. A lot of times today we struggle to think or to know whether or not we can sense God's guidance in our lives. Can we, can we really hear his voice? Will he really guide us and show us how to live and what to do, how to, how to allow him to work through us to continue to bless the world and establish his kingdom of grace in our lives? Now, the problem is, is I don't know if you have this problem, but I certainly do. I just keep messing up every day. So I, I continue to need grace every day. I continue to need to submit, to hear God's voice, to hear his guidance in my life every day. And so that's why in the next year here at St. Timothy's, we're going to sort of reinvest, reignite our, our passion for God's word, to spend daily time in the scripture and to listen for the voice of God, to, to speak into our daily realities, our daily struggles to remind us when we need to be a people of grace, to to remind us when we need to say we're sorry, to ask for forgiveness, to guide us into things that we might never imagine God would put in our hearts to do for others, to continue to bless the world as servants of the living God, that place of the highest possible honor that we might live. You see, Jesus came as Savior and Lord, Savior, and King. And we have the incredible invitation and privilege to follow him, not just generally in our lives, but each and every day, asking him what we can do for him, asking him what he might choose to do through us, so that not only we, but our entire world would indeed experience Jesus as both Savior and and king that our entire world next christmas and each christmas after that would remember that christ the savior is born for us all thanks be to god amen